You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Rebooting the Matrix? Yeah, that's not how nostalgia works. By Angela Watercutter. Do you remember when you first saw The Matrix? If it was opening day, it was March 31st, 1999. Bill Clinton was president, and TLC's No Scrubs was about to knock Cher from the top of the Billboard chart. Who were you with? Were you out on a date? Did you sneak into the theater? Did you sneak out of the theater, suspecting you might just be in The Matrix yourself? You surely recall at least some of these details, but none more than just how mind-blowing that film was. Synthetic reality, malignant AI, those crazy bullet time effects, each twist and turn into the Wachowski's magnum opus more awesome than the last. It remains a singular movie-going experience, right? Well, Warner Brothers wants to bring that feeling back. Tuesday night, as most of Twitter complained about Rachel Maddow's tantalizing rollout of President Trump's 2005 tax return, The Hollywood Reporter published a scoop of its own. Warner Brothers is planning a relaunch of The Matrix. Alpha's creator Zach Penn might be writing a treatment, and Michael B. Jordan could star, but no one knows anything more, including whether the Wachowski siblings are involved. Probably not. What we do know, though, is rebooting The Matrix is a bad nostalgia play, and one nobody needs. Look, more than a few people, sci-fi fans or otherwise, long for the days when a Clinton was president. And if TLC can headline a 90s music summer tour, maybe Nebuchadnezzar should fly again. But here's the thing, that's not how nostalgia works. People get nostalgic over movies because they remind them of a younger, simpler time, And frankly, folks aren't far enough removed from 1999 to yearn for it. Keanu Reeves still makes action flicks, and the Wachowskis still make sci-fi. A rebooted Matrix wouldn't land until 2019 at the earliest, but that's still just 16 years after the less satisfying sequels Reloaded and Revolutions. Let's all forget that underground orgy rave, okay? 
Fashions inevitably return every 20 years. Hope you held on to that leather jacket. But movies cannot. This is not an exact science, of course, but think about it this way. Remakes and reboots rarely work to begin with. Those that succeed typically do so because new technology fostered a better presentation of the story. The ape in Kong Skull Island, for example. Or because a filmmaker found a better way of telling the story. Dread is a vastly better adaptation of 2000 AD than Judge Dread. Neither would benefit The Matrix. Aside from those spring-loaded slider phones, the tech and ideas in that film look as fresh today as they did 18 years ago. And more importantly, the Wachowski's vision of the future seems just as plausible. Last year's Ghostbusters reboot almost fell into this trap. Even though the original debuted in 1984, the concept aged well. Improvements in VMX made Slimer a lot cooler, but the franchise didn't need the do-over. Fans tried to make this point, but some of them smothered it in such blatant sexism that any valid argument got lost in the noise. I'm glad Paul Feig made the movie, if for no other reason that everyone got to see Kate McKinnon completely unhinged, but no one needed it. A rebooted Ghostbusters didn't ruin anyone's childhood, there I said it, but it didn't bring back fond memories either. Now, there's a chance this new Matrix won't be a straight-up remake. The Hollywood Reporter notes that Warner Brothers sees a model in what Disney and Lucasfilm have done with Star Wars, exploring hidden corners of the universe. Perhaps a young Morpheus movie could come out of the exploration. Reviving popular sagas certainly provides a much better way of tapping into fandom's collective nostalgia. The new Star Wars movies get some juice out of showing audiences familiar faces, but their staying power rests on the shoulders of the new characters. The same holds true for the continuations of the Blade Runner and Alien franchises. But even if The Matrix could get some mileage out of a Neo-Neo or a Life with Agent Smith, the idea of a Matrix-verse misses the big picture. Lucasfilm might be making prequel one-offs, but those follow a parallel track to its primary push, which is moving the core Star Wars saga into the future and into new worlds. With The Matrix, where there was just only one world, well, one world, two realities, the joy lied in discovering its existence. Fans already know the truth. They don't need to take the red pill all over again. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.